0: Hello, this is Young Money
1: and Trev the ref back with another episode of the Shot Clock Podcast for all you NBA fans out there. Let's get it!
0: It's a a nice topic. We're going to talk about NBA trades and buyouts. Look, there's been an extraordinary, crazy just trades and buyouts in the past week. It just, it just thinks it's crazy. I love it. I love when things, uh, when players get traded, they go to different places, pack them back and leave. Now, we all gonna know right now. We're gonna start with the Brooklyn Nets. Hey, Trevor, right? They added Blake Griffin and Lamarcus Aldridge. I mean, I mean they were stacked, right, with the uh, with Kyrie, Harden and KD, and now they have Blake Griffin and Lamarcus Aldridge. So, like, how stacked are they?
1: Man, the Nets. Look, okay, put it this way. If the Nets do not win the title, barring like injuries to like Harden and KD for the rest of the season, if they don't win the title, everybody on that team needs to just retire. Like they're just off canceled <laughs> forever. Like there's no <laughs> way <laughs> Oh this is
0: retired. Yeah, just retire. No just retire. Yeah, they
1: got they got to. Like there's no way they shouldn't win if they if healthy. Like I don't see how you can give any of those players on that team that call themselves a superstar, Kyrie, KD, Harden, any of them superstars anymore, if they can't win the title with that squad. Like, they have all the pieces. They have star potential. They have closers. They have ball handling. They have rebounding. They have a bench. Like, if they don't win, what else do you need? I don't know. I just don't. They have no excuse. They have literally no excuse not to win. I guess you can say like, oh, there's only one ball and, you know, they can't all shoot at the same time and all that jazz, but the talent level on that team is just so immense that there's no way that they that they, they shouldn't win. Talent will not be the problem. So it's like, where do you, you kind of go from there? Like Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge are coming off your bench. And like, I know they're not like how they were in their primes They're not. you're not know, talking about the Blake Griffin of the, Freaking Lob City days in in, in Clipperland. We're not talking about Lamarcus Aldridge in Portland or, or anything like that. But they are still very good and talented players. So you have to account for them, especially coming off your bench. Like what? Are you serious? And I think both of them have some 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 left some things left in their tank. I don't think Blake Griffin or Lamarcus Aldridge are washed up. I no, they haven't played a lot in recent years due to injuries and stuff like that, but I also don't think they wanted to play for their respective teams. Like, Detroit was not going anywhere. Spurs were good, but they're always relevant thanks to Coach Popovich, and they have some pieces, but they were never going to win a title with LaMarcus Aldridge whenever, when he was there because Kawhi left and all the good players, Parker, Duncan, all those guys left, and they were kind of rebuilding with young pieces that just weren't going to get them over the hump. So, like, now they have a, a stacked team, uber stacked team, and these players are getting healthy, Blake Griffin and Aldridge. And they're coming off the bench. They don't have to carry a team. They just got to play their role and just do what they do. And it's, oh, man. Like, that just continues to put them over the hump. Because beforehand, we were talking about this, the Nets as being a team that was awesome starting lineup. And you have these three superstars, but they don't really have a bench and all this jazz. But now they have depth. So what now is your excuse? There is not one. I don't know. What did you think, man? I mean the
0: rich gets richer, man, you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean you're right. I mean right right now that what they first right now look, they have first place all K mm-hmm. In the East. First place right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. C- can you imagine K D come back? I mean So you have Harden, Irving and then K D and then, and now now you have Stuff you have defense you got remember Blake Griffin and Lamarcus Archers, they are what they were superstars before right and uh, not not superstars they were at least all stars right and now you know they are not more athletic um, they're not they so they're not all stars and they're not like washed washed up yet they still have something in the tank right um so yeah it's just they're gonna yeah the question is who's gonna beat the Brooklyn Nets. I mean No one's gonna beat them. <laughs> They're all healthy. <laughs> I mean this is super st- stack, so it's like like even 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 the Brooklyn Nets wins 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 this championship, right? Do you feel like
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's more do you feel like this championship more like bought a bot championship or KD recruited championship? Or maybe both?
1: Ah oh, dang, that's a good question.
0: I feel like KD has
1: been kind of like recruiting, right?
0: Because they'll be ring chasers, right? All those people like Lavarga, Arger, like Griffiths, like you know. Yeah,
1: go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, you're good. Go, you're
0: No, I mean, yeah. It, feel, uh, it seems like you know, it's like a ring chase. All of them are rank chasers, you know. Uh, you know, like the brokenness remind me of the. Uh, so the brokenness to uh, the NBA is, is similar to what is the Buccaneers to the NFL. You know, you have all, you have Tom Brady, a bunch of ring chaser, Gronkowski, Antonio Brown, and now you have Blake Griffin, Lamar Orbit and then, like all the superstars. And then and then uh, Katie's recruited all these people. <laughs> I mean, I'm playing. You know? <laughs> and then, like and they first place, man. I just like imagine he yeah. comes back. He's arguably. You know, a top five player, right? Right now, at least top five. You know, if if healthy, top two yeah. maybe, right? At least, yeah, you know, top three maybe, right? At least top three. So it's
1: like, you know, yeah. Just, and I get it. Just, I get what you're there's saying. No, uh, go hmm? ahead. I know like that? I get what you're saying. Like I feel like KD, is tough because like we know the talent that he has. He's a top, like you said, a top two, top three talent in the league, in the world, when healthy. Mm-hmm. But, like, we look at his teams that he's won championships with those Golden State Warriors teams that were just uberly stacked. And now if he wins a ring with this team that's just dominantly stacked, it's like, KD, can you get over the hump without having, you know, five other All-Stars on your team? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, exactly. Oh, dude. Yeah, he's been taking a major hit to his legacy over the past couple days, and uh man, KD, it ain't looking good for you, bro. Like he's got to go somewhere, like you said, like where he can be the star on the team. But maybe he has one like sidekick. You know, like I feel like it was fine when it was just him and Kyrie, and you know, Dinwiddie and those guys, and and Jordan. It was like, okay, cool, cool. You know, KD, if you win the, the win a title with the Nets right now. You know we're gonna give you the credit. You know that's big time. You know it's just you and Kyrie, the the castoffs from the teams from Golden State and from uh, Cleveland with LeBron, and like now you guys are taking your own team to the championship, and you probably gonna have to play LeBron in the championship with uh, a D. And it's like okay, if y'all beat them, you got it. But now I'm looking at this team, and I'm like, bro, what is what is this? What is what is this? And I and I hate putting like an asterisk next to to titles and championships because. You know, no matter what, it's hard to win a win a, a title, you know, and it's it's still a team sport and all that jazz. But, like, sometimes you just have so much talent that it's just it's just not even feasible for you to really lose. And it sucks as a competitor myself and a fan of the game to see it happen like this so often nowadays. Because you wanna have a league where like back in the nineties the or the you know or the late, 2000, early 2000, late 2000s, early two thousands, late two thousands, where like you go into the playoffs and you're like, Bro, I don't know who's gonna win a championship this year. There's legit legitimately like, you know, six teams that can win a title. And you have upsets where the eight seed Warriors come out and beat the first seed of Dallas Mavericks. That ain't happening nowadays <laughs> because we already know who's going to the championship without injuries. So, I don't know. We'll see. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, if, if they were to win, people would not give KD credit, right? Even now, like, people on Twitter are like, come on, KD. Can, can, can you actually win by yourself? You know, KD is not recoupable. so. Man, man that's too the way two stack, and KD wins. You know, good for him, good for Harden, but, but, yeah. There's no competition nowadays, right? It's so sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, uh the big the baker's competition is the uh, when healthy is probably the Lakers, right? Now let's talk about the Lakers. They got Andre Drummond. What do you think about him? What does he bring to the table?
1: Hmm. I think he brings a good amount. Andre Drummond is a twenty and twenty guy, right? When healthy and On a team that wants him. (laughs) Sorry, Cleveland. 20-20? 20?
0: 20? Yeah. No, he's like 13, 14. But
1: yeah, I see a point. 20-20. Yeah, dude. I was looking at Cleveland like, what are y'all doing? Y'all just got him. He's He's a pretty good center. He's one of the best centers in the league, in my opinion. I don't understand why they got rid of him. I know they got Jared Allen, who's a bit younger, but Andre Drummond ain't old so I didn't understand that, but whatever. I mean, now he's with the Lakers. He's going to add a lot. Like, they're a team who last year, like, what helped them out so much was that they were just so freaking big in the post when teams nowadays don't carry a lot of bigs. So it's kind of like, what could you do with them when you got LeBron going at you full speed? You got AD. You had Dwight Howard and all those guys that last year, JaVale McGee. And Now they have that again. They get so of these second-chance opportunities with Drummond he's going to help them out a lot in the post just to defend the post and get rebounds and second second chance shots. So I think that's going to be very helpful another lob target for LeBron too. And I don't know, that that's a big pickup. They they needed players to help them defend in the post and they got it. So um will he be like he's not like adding like James Harden, right or anything like that, but that's a good pickup. That's a good pickup.
0: You think it is too? You think it's a good pickup? Yeah, I think it's uh he provides what they needed, right? One to uh they need another big man to replace McGee and the White Howard, basically. Uh but Under Underdrum is better than both of them, right? Like I said, he's a twenty twenty beast. He, he's a rebound machine, basically. <laughs> uh and he's going to help the Lakers a lot in interior right he want to help them on the defense right rebounding um yeah those are what they need and when the when when when, when AD and LeBron's come back man they are going to do what they did last year they are going to go big they are going to play big with uh, mm-hmm. AD and uh hopefully AD comes back with AD and Andre Drummond comes back now, the question is, can, 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 like, let's say AD and LeBron come back. I mean, I don't know how, how fully healthy they will be yet, but do you think they can still win the West?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think they can. We got to see them play when they come back. If they're fully healthy, yeah, I think they can. Um, I'm not sure who can be a good threat to them. I think the Nuggets are dangerous now, the Clippers have been dangerous. Um, you know, there's some dangerous teams out west that can knock them off But it's not unreasonable to believe that the Lakers can make a run in the west And, you know, be back-to-back Western Conference champions I think they probably will, honestly, if, if AD and LeBron are okay hmm.
0: okay, yeah Yeah, they still can, but they're not, like, the heavy favorite, right? It's just because it's due to, like, injuries We don't know their health, so we'll see All right, man. Uh, Let's talk about another tray, the Heat.
1: Victor Oladipo.
0: Man, what a good pickup for the Heat. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I like this pick a lot. I'm a a fan of Victor Oladipo, um, and I use fan lightly. But um, it's a good pickup. Look, Oladipo can score. He can defend. And I think he fits in with the identity of the Miami Heat. If you look at the Miami Heat, they're a team full of players who have been in some sorts overlooked and undervalued, and they play with an edge and a grit and tenacity that is unmatched and unparalleled by a lot of teams. And I think he's going to bring that having been thrown away by a lot of teams from Orlando, from Indiana, from Houston. Right, and that's one of the things he said when he got to Houston. He was like, Why does everyone keep giving up on me? But I think he's gonna have that chip on his shoulder, and he's gonna be around other guys like Jimmy Butler, Adebayo, Tyler Hero that had that same chip and edge and are gonna bring him into that family and bring the best out of him. And last time we saw when we had a healthy, motivated Aladipo, he was an all star, right? So, like, they're getting a very good pickup, in my opinion. He's still young. Like I said, he plays both sides of the court, so he'll fit in defensively and with the work ethic, and he adds a necessary scoring punch to Miami Heat. And that's one of the things reasons why I never really believed in the Heat being able to be a championship contending team beforehand is because I didn't think they had enough scorers. Adebayo, oh. Jimmy, none of them guys are, are players that I feel like can consistently go out there and just get you straight buckets because they're not natural scorers like that. Where Aladipo has been throughout his career, from high school to college, a number one option. Even though we don't really think of him as one, he can go out and get his own shot. So I think that's going to be a big help for them. What you got, man? Yeah,
0: that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. You know, it's fair to say. Now, do you, do you think? Just so, what does it make the Heat? Obviously, they're not as good as Brooklyn Nets. Are they? Are they up with? 76ers and the Bucks. I'm part of them. Or what do you think?
1: I think they're better than in the, the playoffs.
0: Bucks. In the playoffs, yeah. not. I'm not saying in the regular season. Regular season, it doesn't. You know. But go ahead. Yeah. I
1: playoffs. I feel like, yeah. I feel like now the Heat can compete with anybody. Um, the hard team would be of course the Nets because I think they're just so freaking talented and just stacked. But everybody else yeah. they can play with. <laughs> like, I don't see who they can not match up with. Embiid um, oh. will give them problems because is a big dude, but he ain't that big. Embiid's a monster in the post. But um, you know, other than that, they can play with anybody. Okay. So, so would
0: you pick the Heat over Bucks? I would seven, <laughs> seven Game Series?
1: Yeah.
0: You would. Okay. Would you pick the Heat over Sixers? Seven game.
1: That's gonna be a good series. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I would pick them in that one. Only because I, uh, I'm a believer in the Sixers. What Doc is bringing to that team, the maturity that I see out of Embiid and Simmons. And if they stay healthy, um, you have two talents that I think are finally coming into their own, and they are going to be tough to stop. They got they got that young Kobe and Shaq vibes going on over there with the Sixers, man. They they are a problem.
0: I see. Okay, yeah, the Heat definitely has upgraded for sure. All right, man. The Clippers, uh, they got Rondo, man. Oh, I love Detroit. My team, yo, you know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Dude, they got Rondo. This is what they need leadership, defense, and someone can organize the offense. So then he bring those three, and that's what the Clippers are missing. In my opinion, I think uh, they're going to win the West because of this. Uh, people think I'm crazy, but I think the Clippers probably gonna win the West. Uh, because the weakness of Clippers were what mm-hmm. like, leadership, organizing offense, and uh, mm-hmm. also some sort of defense. So I think Rhino brings it to the table. So,
1: yeah.
0: uh, especially in the playoffs, right? So I think they, I don't say like a heavy favorite or favorite, but like a slight favorite right now, in my opinion, mm-hmm. Clippers. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, if they match up with the fully healthy Lakers, it will be very tough to beat them. So, but right now, stand as the Clippers' slight favorite, very slight. So, what do you think of that?
1: No, but Sweet I agree. With gone,
0: that. you know. Yeah. Lou's gone, you know. sad that, really <laughs> Like he's been in the Clippers. Dude, that guy thought about when he got traded. He was like, man, I think I'm. I think he's gonna hit retirement. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just like that, are You making like millions and millions of money, and you're in retirement. While you and I, <laughs> we broke people. <laughs> Weak. We are broke and yeah, poor, and was... he make millions and millions of money, and he yeah. wants to quit. Not to hit yeah. retirement, like really? <laughs> Go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, that made no sense, bro. I'm with you on that one. I was looking at him like. Hmm. You're going to t- retire? Why? I don't understand. <laughs> I think he was just talking, bro. I don't understand. Like, he's, he's not that old. Maybe he just was tired. I don't know. That was funny. But anyways, um, I kind of like this move. I think he checked out from the Clippers, which is the reason why he hadn't played very well since the restart of last season. Um, And that kind of showed in his response. Like, he wasn't mentally there. And that wasn't going to do if you want to win a championship. You can't have one of your best players not being mentally in Bald. So I think this is a good trade for both, you know, team and player here because, like you said, man, like the, the Clippers are getting Rajon Rondo, who is, you know, battle tested throughout the playoffs. We all know about playoff Rondo. He brings great leadership to the team. And one other key piece is he is feeling a need for the Clippers. One of the big reasons they had a collapse last year is they didn't have a point guard who could settle them down, get them into sets and knows how to find the best matchup when they're going through droughts and get people where they need to be and stop runs. Rajon Rondo can do all of those things for you. It's one of the big reasons why Kawhi Leonard in the offseason was like, hey, I want a legit point guard on my team. And Rondo feels all of those needs. So, like, this is an awesome pickup for them. And then, you know, you you send uh, old Lemon Pepper Lou over to Atlanta. He can get those wings anytime he wants in his hometown. Let's go. <laughs> 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 No, I <laughs> mean you're
0: right. I mean, like they they got out all of the old Clippers, right? Montrezl Harrell, yes, you know, maybe Patrick uh-huh. Beverly, you know, all those old Clippers. You bring the new one, um, but yeah, the Clippers definitely, um, yeah, they're uh-huh. definitely gonna they're gonna win in my in my opinion. So yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see when the when the playoffs comes, right? The Rondo's smart, man. Think about it. An offseason, yeah. right? He got his money. He did, you know. Atlanta got, you know, Atlanta paid him his money. He went there to play, you know, Like he averaged like four points, four assists, you know, whatever. You know, played like 14 minutes and then he got his money there, right? And Atlanta, and then he, he knew he was going to get traded. And, he, and then, and then uh, the Clippers got him. And now he's back on the championship caliber team. And he's still chilling until the, until the playoff comes and then they turn it off. Yes. Sir. Oh my goodness! Whatever. A... Be smart, man. You know who's gonna. All right, man. The the Nuggets. Uh, one of the competitors is the, uh, the Clippers. Is the Nuggets. The Nuggets got a a a forward and a and a center, man. Aaron Gordon, Jeremy McGee. Yeah. What a what, what a good two additions, in my opinion. Yeah, it's yeah. upward to them, just like
1: just like that. Another, like, tear, it seems like. Right? Yep. Yep. I agree. This is a nice pickup for the Nuggets. I feel like he feels, like, Aaron Gordon especially feels a a void that they needed after losing Jeremy Grant. And I think he's a better Jeremy Grant. Like, Aaron Gordon is more athletic than Jeremy Grant, as we've seen from his dunk title. Well, dunk, you know, dunk competition days. He can score better, I think, on his own. He is still an elite defender, and I think he just gives them a missing piece. He just adds another element to their team that they can you know, throw at people. He's a, he's a good shooter. He can shoot the three. He's not excellent at it, but he can shoot it, and um, he helps them out a lot. Bringing JaVale McGee back is also dope. You can, you, you can rest uh, Jokic a little bit more with JaVale off the bench because um, they have some other centers, but they were just like young centers that just weren't really ready for that moment. But JaVel's ready for the moment. He won a title with the Lakers last year. He knows what it takes to be a, a good veteran in the league and he'll play his role. He'll defend the rim. He'll do the pick and roll offense um, better than most players can. And uh yeah, they got some they got two good pickups that I think puts Denver into the title contender conversation once again. That's a dangerous team. And they can match up with anybody now with that size. You know, so we'll see
0: yeah man so what what one of the weakness for the the nuggets were like interior defense right they don't have a uh, big really trying to do that right mm-hmm. uh like rebounding and uh, around the room blocking right uh give yogis right you could do somewhat of that right you can't have yogis do everything dude right. yogis is literally av- yogis is literally averaging number one in everything for, bro- for the uh, the uh, Nuggets, uh, like everything. <laughs> Literally, you look at the stats like points, cool. assists, rebounding, Steve's block, you know, that's like, he's just, he's just too good. He can't do everything. Mm-hmm. So it's a good pick up to get Jerome McGee to help him play defense and, and get rebound and get him blocks. And Aaron Gordon, man, I mean, they need him. So this guy's athletic, right? But also he can guard wings like. uh, uh LeBron, right? They play LeBron. Like, if they play the Lakers, they think they're They got bigs. Aaron, Aaron Gordon can guard LeBron and AD. Aaron Gordon can guard mm-hmm. the, Clip, the Clippers wing. Kawhi and uh, also uh, Paul George. So, mm-hmm. Aaron Gordon can... Yeah, he, he's athletic. and he can guard. He can shoot. He can score. So, he, he's still a young buck. You know, just a good pick up. With McGee, I think it give them uh, a, a better, better, better shot. Beating, you know, beating the Jazz, the Clippers, or or uh, the Lakers. Man. Love it, good pickup. All right, man. We talk about another big. The Bulls got Nikola Nikola Vucevic, and, and and Daniel Dy, and and Daniel Dice. He he's a he's not as good as uh, Joker, obviously, but man, the Bulls got too big man, man. What's up with that? home hometown, baby I mean they got they got (laughs) you like they like this strike for the Bulls
1: I do like it I I think the Bulls did a good job on the trade deadline yeah I like it like Vucevic was kind of wasting away out there in Orlando so they just kind of decided to sell everything and I think he is the right type of player to mix with the current Bulls roster he gives them another star To go along with Levine and the up-and-coming Kobe White and Laurie and all those guys, Patrick Williams, Um, he has a post presence that they didn't have. You know, Laurie's not really a post-you-up guy. He's not really a rebounder. I guess they kind of had a rebounder in Wendell, who they traded for Vucevic, but Wendell wasn't an offensive threat, and he was still kind of too young. And I think this team is kind of ready to win now, and they don't want to lose Levine in the offseason in a couple years because Levine's ready to win now, and he needed a sidekick. So I think Vucevic can be that guy. And now you have a team that's on the rise. And you just kinda 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 gotta put the pieces around them to compete. You got two stars on your team now. You got some nice young players with White and Um Williams. You got defenders, office players, and you just got to continue to build. A good coach. You know, continue to build. I like this move by the Bulls. You got Tice, who's a great defender in the post now, like you said, two bigs. And um they're building a, a contending team. They're getting there. They're I think they're definitely a playoff team now. Like, you know, it might be a little bit too late in the season to guarantee them a playoff spot, but they're definitely contenders for a playoff spot. And They can be, you know, a nice little team that can scare you if you're in the first round and you got to play this squad and they get some cohesiveness. So, you know, what do you think? Did you like them? Yeah, I'm happy with the Bulls, man. I mean, look.
0: When was Maybe. last time the Bulls got a good big man scoring big man like this? That's fair. What, do I can't you remember, remember that? Call <laughs> exactly. A... <laughs> you know, call us boozer. Call it Boozy? Yeah, you know, you know. You yeah, go. exactly. Call uh not boozer, but Boozy, you know? That's not last uh, nickname. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, man. Nicola's gonna from the magic. He's gonna he's gonna kill. I mean he can he can score inside, outside. Mm-hmm. He he got that he got that three, he gotta pick and pop, pick and roll, he got that. You know, nice little hook shot. You, can, you know, it's just like mid-range. It's a mid-range game. Is great. Three is good. I think offensively, he can rebound. He can. He can. He get pass. Like, ooh, what a, what a complete. Or one of the better complete offensive uh, big men I've seen. This is true. You know, yeah. And then you have Daniel Dyson. I, I'm liking it for the Bulls, man. Let's continue on building, you know, hopefully maybe get another, another star, like KD or something. I'm just kidding.
1: KD's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, y'all not good enough. You need, like, three more superstars. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, I mean, you know. You know Crazy yeah. stuff.
0: In, in order for them to become, like, a championship caliber team, they need another, like, superstar, like KD like or Kawhi or something, mm-hmm. or something like that. Like immediate contender or championship temperature contender
1: yeah no that's true
0: but yeah that's good man all right man and let's go back to the the west to my contending team the blazers got norman powell portland blazers it's a solid Hmm. pickup i think what do you think of this do you, you like it or no
1: i'm not mad at it i thought it was interesting because like I, like, I kind of like Gary Trent Jr. He was a solid little player for the uh, Portland Trailblazers. He kind of was like a younger version of Norman Powell. So I don't really understand. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that move. <laughs> that, would, that would confuse me, dude. I don't know. What you thought about it? That would just confuse me. They, 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 they want to win now. You
0: know? They, they don't want a young Norman Powell. They want to now Norman Powell.
1: I guess. <laughs>
0: I mean, he, he's slightly better, I know him slightly better, I mean, just like slightly, you know, upgrade. that's so not much.
1: I mean, yeah. the Blazers
0: probably gonna lose, the Blazers probably gonna lose, second round maybe, I don't know, maybe first yeah. round still, but. Yeah, sorry Blazers fans, so I'm not trying to be bogus, but, it's <laughs> not a big upgrade, it's like a slight upgrade, it's not like, you get Aaron Gordon and Jerry Ricky, right? Or. That's fine. That yep. And then, uh, yes, yeah, speaking of slight upgrade, we have a couple more. Sixers, they got uh, George Hill. What, what hmm. do you think
1: of uh, George Hill? I hate to say it, but it's kind of irrelevant. No, this really... just,
0: just like n- nothing.
1: Yeah, I... When I first thought about it, I'm like, oh, he's going to bring so much leadership and and experience to them. And then I thought about it. I'm like, George Hill has never won a championship, right? He doesn't have a ring. The Sixers have playoff experience with their stars. Simmons, you know, Embiid, Harris. All those guys have solid playoff experience. So, like, what does he really add? He's going to be a backup point guard. I don't see him starting. Maybe he does. I don't know. But, like, what does he really add to their team? Um, I like Shake Milton. Shake Milton's nice. Tyrese Maxey's nice. He's a rookie, but he's nice. He can hoop. So I'm not sure how much he really adds to this team. I guess he's a better defender than both of those guys. But they're already probably, what, I think they're ranked the number one defensive team in the league already, so what do you do? He's not a team player that can go get his own shot and create. Um, I'm not sure what he really if he really adds anything to put them over the hump. The player I think that everyone wanted them to get to kind of put them over the hump to be competitive with anybody, including, like, would have been Kyle Lowry, and that just didn't happen. I'm I'm not sure how that unfolded behind the scenes, but that was something that we really, probably everyone wanted to see, especially while all the teams are kind of stacking themselves to gear up for a playoff run. Um, He would have helped them out immensely, having that championship experience, being a player that can kind of take over games in spurts when need be. He can defend, he can score, um, and he can add that leadership. And he's coming home to Philly. Like, that just seemed like a match made in heaven for both sides, and it didn't happen. Um, But, you know, it is what it is. I don't think we're going to see what happens now. Um, That would have been the move I think I wanted to see and everyone wanted to see, and now the Sixers are kind of stuck with what they got. And it might be enough, it might not. I think I'm leaning more towards it not being enough, considering how stacked the Nets are and the Lakers and the Nuggets and all those teams, but we'll see.
0: yeah i mean it's just yeah it's not really an upgrade it's just like doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> it's like maybe like a small insurance or something you know like, yeah it's just yeah george hill yeah, man i like not like him you know i mean he has some he has some, he has some uh yeah he is okay right he's just, you don't know uh, how good he is I Solid solid backup, maybe. Maybe some sort of um uh, good starter, you know? Mm-hmm. Alright man, so talk about um another team in the east. Let's talk about uh with Boston Celtics. They added Evan uh Fournier, I guess, the last name.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Fournier.
1: Him. Yeah, Fournier. Yeah. Oh. I love this move. I know a lot of people my my people over at ESPN. (laughs) There you go. Go go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Go ahead. I
1: want some analysis from you about this. There you go. There's a few reasons. I know all of my people over there in ESPN have been hating on this move and don't think the Celtics did enough. But let's 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 break it down. Evan Fournier is a guy who can get you twenty plus points a game. He's a solid defender he can defend he can get you an assist he can he can he can do all those things he can get you pretty much what gordon hayward gets you and this team was at their best last year when gordon hayward was healthy and they missed that extra punch that they got outside of tatum and brown and kimba who has been still recovering from injury and he's a shooter someone who can space the floor for those guys he does all the things that this team needed outside of having a big guy but they got Tristan Thompson over the offseason. And I think if this team just stays healthy, gets some cohesiveness and, you know, chemistry, this Celtics team is going to be sneakily dangerous come playoff time. Efren Fournier is a nice player. We're 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 discounting the fact that over the past few years, right in Orlando, we forget that Orlando has been a playoff team for like the past 4 years, right? And who was one of the two best players, three best players on that team every year? Evan Fournier. So they're they're not getting a scrub. And I think people are kind of treating him like he's a scrub or like this guy who just comes off the bench and hits threes like a J.J. Redick. No, he can do a lot more than that. And I think people are going to be surprised at what he brings to the table for them. I love this move for the Celtics.
0: Okay, I see you. Lots of big men, Daniel Dines and okay okay i mean he's decent mm-hmm. so what who's the celsius gonna be in the playoffs
1: i feel like the, the Celtics can beat anybody if they're healthy they can beat almost anybody besides the nets <laughs> I, I gotta say that for every team <laughs> but besides the nets i feel like they can beat anybody yeah broken Nets gonna destroy everyone <laughs> <Yo>.
0: <laughs> all right man yeah so yeah i mean they, they can't you yeah. All right, man, we, we were done uh, with the trades, but uh, before we leave, who you think are the winners of the trade? Or you,
1: everyone. You thinking, like,
0: what? You can't say everyone. Every, I mean, you can't name them. Every,
1: everyone.
0: Every,
1: everyone? Everyone that traded everyone? with the Magics.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Magics blew up the whole team. You know, they, they were yeah. like, oh, uh, uh,
1: yeah. okay. Maddie's pulled up with a garage sale. Like, hey, you want this guy? $5. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I
0: was like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> hey, they can't win, man. Might as well blow it up. Shoot. I guess. But, uh, I mean, I think, I think there's three winners for me. Mm-hmm. One will be uh, the Clippers. They got Rondo, right? So, there will be... Actually, a championship Caliber team of the, the Clippers and the Nuggets. I like a Nuggets trade mm-hmm. Aaron Gordon, Jeremy McGee. I love them. The Bulls got one too. Nicola. Daniel Dice. I love that one tray. Lakers mm-hmm. got, it's not a trade but Lakers got uh, the buyout from Andre Drummond. And the Nets got Richard, man. You know?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like you said, oh. That, like you said, almost everyone wins here. It's just you know, like all the trade help every each of the team. So yeah, yeah. If I pick like the biggest winner is probably or or well, the top three is probably or yeah, top three maybe like Clippers, Nuggets, and either Clipper, Outer Heat, or Lakers. Because we all know the broken Nets is already so, stacked, so they already have true. like super stack players and then add a few more so it's just like it's become become super stacks. so they like okay yeah whatever but yeah man that's all we got here uh for you tonight thanks for tuning in peace out
1: have a good one y'all till next time